Why don't we dig into recession proofing your business now based on all of these habits and behaviors we've discussed? Because the reason why we have gone deep today into habits and behaviors and and previously we've talked about it is simply because that is what will keep a business afloat. Mm-hmm. And it does not matter what the external market environment factors are, you will continue to keep moving forward and business after business and millionaire and billionaire after millionaire and billionaire have proven this, that most of them actually became as successful as they did during the downtimes. It was never when everything was going well. Mm-mm. No, it's always during a downtime. And I, I look at it like as everything in life. For instance, it's not just business, but it's also your health. And I see it within what I'm going through with my dad right now. And everybody wants to make changes when it's the heat of the moment, when a recession is here and we're actually in it, then they're willing to raise their hand and go, oh my gosh, what do I need to do to change? Or, you know, your health is deteriorating and you finally get that prognosis from a doctor that says, guess what? Mm -hmm. Nothing we can do. Well, what if I do this now? So instead of waiting- What a great analogy. It really, it really is. And I- And that's why these daily habits can't be taken lightly because while you may feel happy and healthy right now, or maybe you have some money put aside the bank right now, it doesn't mean things will not change down the road if you aren't intentional on how to navigate these next steps. And I do believe we are going into a recession with all the economists I have listened to. I listened to, you know, like Brian Buffini too. I think he's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of other people that have predicted that. And it's not a bad thing. I love recessions and I've been through one, obviously, when we were just here about 10 years ago or longer than that. Mm -hmm. Um, And there used to be that fear of, oh my gosh, a recession. But then I surrounded myself with those that were capitalizing in recession markets and it flipped the switch in my mind on so many levels. And so there are beautiful opportunities if you're ready to take advantage of it and if you're prepared. So Mm -hmm. that's where these habits come into play. Definitely show up, get prepared because it's going to come whether you like it or not. And if it doesn't, you just have an amazing shift in your life where you've now, you can relax a little bit and not be so strong, you know, high strung with what's going on in our environment. Well, and I think that once you have created these habits and this system and processes in the way that you do things, it's now repeatable. Mm -hmm. So even if you had to step out of the chair and someone else had to sit in it, It's now repeatable business. It's a repeatable habit. So they just have to take on what you've been doing, you know, and, and this, these are some of the important business strategies that we're, we're giving our audience today is that all of these things that we tell you are not just personally for you. You can teach them to your kids. You can teach Mm -hmm. them to your friends but especially you can pass them on if you have team members or colleagues, especially if you are in business together, teach them the, the importance of creating behaviors and habits because it, it is what will help, you know, we grow businesses together, especially when we're in business together. And isn't that why we do this every week, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, not, it's no longer a habit we are trying to create We just know it's a behavior that we will be doing. Mm -hmm. And the reason we do that is to offer value to people, to make an impact. And for people to know that everyone doesn't start out perfectly productive. 
and they don't start out with everything all figured out. It's something that you work through and you figure out and you, and you make a lot of mistakes and there is failure. And like you said, a recession does not have to be a negative thing when you know what you have to do every day. It doesn't change things. During the pandemic, two years, especially here in Canada, where we were locked down for so much of it, it didn't mean that our work stopped every day. It means that you just keep going as you've been going because eventually everything ends and it starts new again. And don't you want to have clients at the end of that? Right. And when you were talking about that, I just kept thinking to myself, so many people, it was a telling moment for a lot of, a lot of people to see, you know, are you going to seize this opportunity to really find out who you are and what you're made of, or are you just going to, you know, lie back in comfort? And the ones that are going to succeed in life in all areas of life are the ones that are willing to go towards the fear are the ones that are willing to get uncomfortable. The ones that are willing to show up and they don't want to show up. That's when you start seeing real shifts in your life and all areas of it. So start focusing on what you can do. Like maybe the one thing every day that scares you. Yes. Maybe it is putting together a small video clip and putting it on social media that represents your brand and your business. It's not always, you know, easy to do that, but if you do that one, it'll start getting easier and easier and easier. So, uh, health relationships, business, calling, calling leads that maybe you didn't, or you lost touch with human connection, connecting with people again, rather than just sitting back and thinking this business is going to just always be there. You know, I got a quick story about that real quick. I went to a listing appointment last week and I got the listing. It's for 2.6 million Beautiful. and it's, it's in, thank you. It's in North Scottsdale. And I met this individual at an open house that I sold a home down the street in 2014. Put that in perspective, 2014. Mm-hmm. And while I didn't necessarily have him on a drip campaign, that's my weakness. I need to set that up accordingly but I'm very intentional about who I still want to have those relationships with. And I call them or see how they're doing or send them an email or let them know how their market is in their specific community. Mm-hmm. And I started reaching back out uh, right around 2019, I want to say, maybe two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And I would just every month shoot an email, hey, how are you doing? How's life? And you know, this is what's going on right now down the street. And it was over a course of two years, two and a half years that I kept this conversation going never asked for a listing. Are you, you know, do you want to sell tomorrow? Nothing like that. It was just really providing education. And when I went on this appointment, he's in real estate, he's been in real estate for 35 plus years, maybe 40 years. And, um, knows a gazillion real estate agents and they all wanted this house, this listing. And he said, do you know why we picked you? And I said, Oh, please tell me. I'd love to know, you know? And he said, because your follow through is so exceptional. It's unbelievable what you provided me over the last two and a half years you know, not even knowing if I was going to sell or what's going on. You just, you kept showing up every single month and it wasn't some drip campaign. It wasn't just some random, you know, put me in a mailing list. It was actually you reaching out to me. And so I finally get this two and a half out, two and a half years later. So it it just goes back to being intentional, showing up when you don't want to show up, providing value, creating trust. I can't, you know, say more on that. Like creating trust is so huge, especially in the market that we're in. Think of all the people, the contractors, the real estate agents, customer service has just, you know, it's been this entitlement because it's such a hot market. 
And so are you building trust with your client and your customers? That is the most important thing right now and, and engaging in human connection, invaluable. If I can offer a story as well, which is exactly this, except I'm going to take it one step further. I had never thought that I would have a buyer of one of my past sales actually approach me to, to sell their home. So it happened a couple of months ago which was wonderful. I sold their home. It's closing at the end of July, which is wonderful. Yesterday I was home and I get a message on the website. Hi, Catherine, this is so-and-so you sold this property, which is it. I actually have it on my wall in my office. It's my favorite home I've ever sold. It was back in 2017. It was two and a half million. It was just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So he was the buyer of that property. And he says, would you please call me? And I thought, wow, it's, it's odd to have the buyers of the property calling. Mm -hmm. So I called him and he said, he said, you know, I was laughing because I saw my house on your website. I have it sort of behind, like um, almost like a watermark, mm -hmm. just because I find it just such a beautiful home. Sure. And I said, you know what? I absolutely love your home. I said, I think it's beautiful. I, I love the landscape. I love the, the architecture inside it. And he said, well, that's why I'm calling you. I know you love my home and I want you to sell it again. He said, here are some of the things that I remember about you. And this was 2017. He said, I remember how efficient you were with my agent because he CC'd me on everything. He said, I liked how professional you were in your communication. I liked that you thought about the buyer and, and being quick to respond to whatever it is that I needed for my insurance companies. So many people, and this is all part of part of recession proofing your business mm -hmm. is being respectful of everyone in the transaction, not just the agent, not just your client, but how about we treat everybody with respect mm -hmm. because it's not a competition. We are working together toward an outcome, which is getting a home sold. That's it. And the, the, the other people whose home I sold last month, that's closing next month, said the very same thing to me. You were so kind. You answered all of our questions, um, you know, and even when our agent asked you questions, you were able to respond immediately. That means something to people. So even though we were talking about habits today, I think the habits and behaviors, they go together mm -hmm. and your behavior with people in business is really what's going to dictate whether your business survives through any market, recession or great market. Right. And are you are you a person that is just, you know, closing on a transaction or are you a referable source? Like look at the bigger picture. Are you somebody that somebody could go out and say I'm going to refer that person? Right. I would rather have that all day long than closing on one transaction that relationship end. I want longevity. Yeah. I'm I'm in it for the long game, which is why relationship building and showing up with integrity and good character, which is what you did. And people are watching, people notice that because yes. it's rare. You don't see a lot of that. If you are doing that, you're probably the top like 2% of real estate agents that are going to stand out because I can tell you with being in this industry for 12 years, 12 plus years, it's not common. You don't see a lot of that respect given on the opposite side. Right. And I think even after you get the check, right, for the services that you've mm -hmm. done, I think that is really where you actually have to start shining. You know, did you take your money and run or 
Did you say, you know what? I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity. I don't care how long you've been in real estate. You should always appreciate the opportunity to have helped someone. And I think in any business, Mm -hmm. even the business that you're in, even if someone is walking in for the smallest item, they still walked into you, Mm -hmm. right? When they could have gone to anyone. And we know how many real estate agents are out there. So if someone's even giving you the opportunity to sit at their kitchen table and discuss their home, you should be very grateful for that Mm -hmm. because they could have chosen one of a hundred thousand, but they didn't, right? Maybe they chose three, but that means you're three out of a hundred thousand agents that they chose. That's impressive. So when we talked about the little rewards and the little wins, I've seen so many agents walk out of an appointment for a house they didn't get, but it was never yours to begin with. You know, people will say, I lost the listing. You didn't lose anything. You didn't have it. You were simply being interviewed. And maybe you just aren't up to par with the way that a listing presentation needs to be done. What about that? Maybe go and sharpen your skills. Maybe go and create a better relationship with people and, you know, better your communication, the wording that you use with people. There's so much that goes into when we talk about recession proofing your business. I don't even think we need to use the word recession. Mm -hmm. I think if you just want your business to survive, there are certain skills that you need to learn in creating relationships with people. And it's a well-rounded relationship that does not end on the day the house closes. No, absolutely not. And I, I think a lot of agents, well, it'll be interesting to see those that will pivot into a new market that's shifting and how they respond to that. And that's where you have to allow moments, as you mentioned, regarding losing a listing, quote unquote, let that be your teacher. Let that be your guide to see where you could sharpen your skills and improve. You know, I've been on listing appointments where I didn't get it, you know, many years ago too. And it's like, I would get a little upset in the beginning, but as you said, I'm like, well, maybe I could sharpen in this area. Maybe I wasn't as prepared as I thought I was, Mm -hmm. you know, or like, that's okay. That's part of being able to show up and be willing to quote unquote fail or, you know, not get the result you were hoping to get. Allow it to be your teacher. That is the best advice I could give. Like I, anytime I'm, I'm maybe not getting the response I want out of, out of something, whether it's an appointment in business or whatever, it's always going inward. Where could I sharpen and get better? You know, how could I communicate something better? It's not the other person. It's or always you could ask me. I, many, yeah, many sure. times I've, I've called back, you know, when, when I mm-hmm. see that the listing came up, I've called back the person and I just say to them, I just want to wish you all the best with the mm-hmm. sale of your home. I'm, you know, I'm sure you've chosen the best agent for you. Would you mind if I ask why you chose them or what it was that I wasn't able to provide you? Rather than feel, you know, that self-doubt and, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Why didn't I, how about just learn from it? And I have learned so much in the times when I've made that call, they've told me, now, if they came back and they said, well, it was because of commission. Thank you. You know, just let me know that. Other times it's been, well, actually he's a, a, he's a brother of, of my cousin or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Because maybe you thought otherwise, but it ended up just being a family relationship. But if you don't make the call to ask, you'll never know, You'll never know. (laughs) And then you'll never learn and you'll never get that teaching moment that will make you better. 
you know, if people stop looking at all of these things as negative and just looked at how is this going to make me better? Everything would change. And that's where the perspective changes. And that's where people need to learn just to drop their ego. I mean, that's where your ego is not going to suit you. You have to get out of your got get out of your ego and go inward and just understand that there is always an option and opportunity to learn and grow. And that's how you're going to become successful and exceptional. Yes. Not just successful, but su- exceptional. So true. So true. Well, I think we've we've really covered the gamut of, you know, habits. I think anyone who has listened to our two episodes on habits, behavior and recession proofing your business, I do hope that you got a lot of golden nuggets and maybe just a change of perspective, or maybe it has motivated you to want to change your behavior. And remember, we go back to what we talked about in the first episode of this part, which was, you know, is it your belief driving your behavior or is it now going to be your behaviors that drive your beliefs? Mm -hmm. And be honest with yourself. And one question I will leave with this is ask yourself this. How are you showing up today? That is the only question you need to ask yourself and write that down and be honest and don't judge yourself for it. Just be honest because now you have something to work with and then you can start packaging that those next steps and what needs to be done moving forward. Yes. And how you show up will make the impossible possible. Possible. (laughs) Thank you all for tuning in this week. And if, you know, feel free to share us with your friends, your colleagues, anyone you think, especially for this episode where we are talking about recession-proofing your business and the habits that you can create and also the way to undo bad habits. If you do like what you've been hearing, we would love it if you would give us a review on any of the podcast platforms that would help us greatly. But otherwise, we will see you again next week. (laughs) Make it a beautiful day. Bye, everyone. Bye.